Welcome to the newest episode of the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. I'm your host, Larry Bright, coming to you from beautiful Brunswick, Georgia. Hey, exciting stuff to talk about. Uh, brisket. I found a brisket and did last weekend. I'll tell you what I did and maybe that'll give you an idea. CFL kicked off and was crazy. Uh, basketball and all other sorts of uh, good things to talk about coming up. We will take a quick break and we will be right back with the newest episode of the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. I hope that everyone who is listening is having a fantastic day. Hope everything's gone your way and everybody is uh, well and over the pandemic and all that uh, craziness that's behind us, hopefully. Hey, uh, went to the store that I usually go to and nothing really to uh, choose from. I was looking for... uh, a uh, Boston butt or picnic butt, and I hadn't seen anything that really uh, stuck out as far as a challenge. So I went to Publix, and same thing. Didn't really see anything. Saw some beef ribs that almost pulled the trigger on and got, but no, I I thought I'll pass on the beef ribs. Well, went to Walmart with my wife and she was uh, looking to uh, just get a a new phone to uh, replace one that uh, she broke the uh, glass on. I'm wondering why she hasn't already uh, sliced her face open with all that uh, cracked glass, but she managed it somehow. So we went looking for phones and went into Walmart and she didn't see anything she liked. So I said, hey, let's go see if they have uh, a good size picnic uh, or Boston butt to uh, cook for the weekend. So we went, didn't really see anything pork wise, but lo and behold, if there wasn't a brisket, there were two beef briskets one was oh just a little over two pounds and the other one was almost three so i grabbed the one that was uh i think it was 2.75 2.72 somewhere through there uh and I grabbed it looked at it you know you can only see one side where they have packaged so that's that's you know kind of important when you're choosing what you're looking for. Make sure it's uh, still has some red, that it's fresh. If it's uh, a brown or dark brown, then that's a old, old, old cut of meat. And you probably don't want to to, uh, grab it even if the price is very, very tempting. So it looked good. I looked at some of the telltale signs of the silver skin, how they cut it, if it was like a a piece that they thought they could sell, but it looked good. The I could see the grain of the meat the way to that it, that it was running, and, 
how I could put the uh, marinade and, and rub in. So let's do it. So we paid like $18 and some odd cents for roughly, I think uh, it would be about nine, eight or $9 a pound, which is outrageous. But it's the times we're living in. Elections have consequences, so uh, that's just the way it is. So I take it. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to try something a little different. So I marinated it as soon as we got home. Put some uh, Caribbean jerk marinade and some Cajun seasoning and uh, wrapped it. I didn't use the double wrap saran wrap. What I used was a uh, like a crock pot wrap or I guess plastic bag that you stick in there to keep from having to clean your your uh, crock pot from all the burnt on food stuff. So I, I wrapped it up in that real, real good and tight so that uh, it had nowhere to go. Took as much air out of it as I could so it would like basically melt into the, uh, the meat and put it in the fridge. Then I went to uh, my outdoor sporting goods store and looked to see what kind of wood they had. I remember uh, how the apple wood uh, was uh, pretty cool, but uh, the mesquite basically overwhelmed it, so I thought I'm not doing that. I still had some apple chunks left, but I didn't have any like sticks or logs, however you want to say it, uh, of uh, any kind of good wood. So I went looking and I saw it looked like an old, an old package, an old, old bag of a cherry, cherry wood. And, and usually when I open up uh, the apple, it's like they cut off branches, maybe, a, you know, an inch in diameter and throw them in there. But uh, when I opened up this cherry, it was like the old days where it was like the trunk had been like cut and and quartered and six or eighth or whatever and and it was good good burning wood so fired up the smoker and uh this is all the same day and, and time has passed we're talking maybe four hours has passed from the time that i put the uh brisket into the oven to the time i started firing up uh, the smoker well Man, it fired up great because I put uh, the remaining charcoal that I had and spread it real good over the the bottom of the uh, heat chamber, the smoking chamber, the burning wood chamber, however you want to say. And I uh, let it go on real well, and I checked the temperature, and it it went way up to about oh three twenty five three fifty. So I adjusted my airflow and got it down to where I was wanting, under 300. I put the uh, brisket on and let it uh, cook. And being how it was just a little over, almost three pounds, but under, I went about uh, three hours and about 15 minutes. And 
still had some uh, wood left over when uh, I was cooking, so I had some uh, jalapenos and some Anaheim peppers that I threw in to, to do out the duration. So I pulled the brisket and I double wrapped it in to uh, put it in the refrigerator. I did not put it in the oven. I thought I would try something different because we were going to go the next day. I thought if it rests overnight and then I double wrap inside the oven to warm it up, will that make that much of a difference? Well, it didn't. It was very good. It was very, very, very good. Now, the difference was usually when I like do the double wrap, just immediately after pulling the brisket. Well, it seems real, real, real loose as far as almost fall apart like, like my ribs fall off the bone. So the lesson I learned was if you throw it into the refrigerator and let it rest, all that juice solidifies back in. And then whenever you, whenever you uh, reheat it, and I heated it up about oh two three hours at about mm, 185 because i wasn't sure who was coming and to, to eat and so it's about two and a half hours three hours and it was very very good it was a little bit more firm you hear uh, guys talking about they love a, a, a chewy brisket well that's kind of the way it was and i cut it a little thicker than normal because I don't know if uh, they like to slice brisket uh, on their plate or if they want it in the sandwich or if they wanted it chopped which would be different cuts you do thinner cuts if you're gonna do it on a sandwich or chop it up with uh, your uh, chopper just however you like it that's that's uh, kind of uh, your call since we did uh, since we did sandwiches, uh, took some butter, melted it over the stove to like spread on the, the bottoms or I guess uh, where you would put uh, the in-betweens of the buns. Put some uh, melted butter, spread it, and then I had a little flat grill that uh, used to toast the buns. So we did that. It was just wife and I. Uh, nobody, nobody else uh, came to eat. It was just uh, us two. The, the brisket to ourselves. So I took and I I uh, chopped the brisket up for me. I had the chopped brisket. She had sliced brisket sandwich. And it was very, very good. Very, very good. In fact, uh, we had uh, uh, the Doritos. I can't remember what flavor, but... Uh, Chopped brisket sandwich for me and Doritos, and she had the Doritos and sliced brisket sandwich. Very, very good. Now, the way you would probably uh, want to do a brisket is probably uh, chop up the brisket and then soak it into some barbecue sauce or something and do it that way. Or you could find with your flavor Bible affinities to, to beef, whether it be mustard, like you'd put it on a hamburger, or mayonnaise. I believe I did the mayonnaise and cheese 
and melted it. And man, it was it was awesome. It's like having a regular brisket burger. And I had some cherry tomatoes from out back from the garden to to munch on too. So it was very, very good. Very, very good. It was uh outstanding and if I could do anything different, I probably would have maybe thrown it into the oven after pulling it uh, from uh, the smoker for maybe an hour instead of uh, my usual time, just to get it rendered just a little bit more inside. Cause see, that's the thing. You can see the outside and you can kind of see the marbling of the, uh, the meat. But when it comes to what's down inside, especially where sometimes you can see a seam where it looks like there's one muscle laid over the other in the meat. You don't really know what's what's in there. That's where a lot of you, sometimes your uh, silver skin or your real, your tendons or whatever may still be there, depending on how they cut it, the butcher cut it. So that just comes with experience. You kind of learn to, to see, see things like that. It took me a long time. Of course, I started uh, young, and I was a dumb kid that really had no clue, no idea what I was doing, so I just kind of learned. And as I pro uh, progressed through through aging, through uh, time, I started recognizing some of the, 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 the signs. Like sometimes you get you get a, uh, a brisket or, or a butt or something, and you, you open the package, and on the other side, it's like, you can't see it there's probably an inch of fat which weighs what you're paying for but unless you like to eat that fat i usually just trim it and get rid of it i don't get rid of all of it because that helps it helps in the flavoring when you like put your 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 uh marinade and your rub on top and it like when you're double wrapping it it condenses it more and it melts down into the meat for the flavoring that's where a lot of that fat goes when you render so don't cut it all off because then you get a filet and then you don't have just a whole whole lot of flavor but you do trim back some of the fat just because it's it's overwhelming so like i say you'll you will start to, to understand and see and recognize some of the telltale signs of uh of uh, how things are cut and you'll as soon as you learn and get a good hand handle on it the better you're going to get and and the way that uh, your cooking techniques will improve and you'll understand uh, some of the things that uh, i'm saying for instance uh like your grill not your smoker but your grill that you would do burgers with i think i do mine a little differently than uh like say I've seen other guys do. In fact, I know a guy that uh, he will throw his uh, charcoal and he will uh, bunch it up, let it let it uh, uh, burn, and then when it starts turning white, he will like uh, move them and line them up, uh, or kind of like space them. Well, they're they're touching, but. Uh, they like single file, make rows of the charcoals and then cook over the top of them. I don't do that. In fact, uh, all my uh, 
my girls that I've had, I usually find a uh, one side that I'll pour the uh, charcoal on and just kind of do it as a mound. And instead of using uh, like a log or a stick of wood, I'll use chips or maybe a small chunks. But I will keep them all together and then just uh, embed the, the wood into the charcoal. And basically, instead of doing over the fire, I'll do a offset, which seems to me to be a, a better type of deal. Because uh, as, as hot as, as, especially if you burn real hot uh, charcoal, and if it... Uh, and if the meat that you use is uh, kind of uh, on the fat side and it starts dripping and it causes flare-ups, well, you're going to tend to maybe burn uh, the uh, burn the meat on the outside, but on the inside it may not be. So that's that's one of the reasons why I offset so that uh, the heat is kind of like an oven. It uh, I heat them up till they or they look. Whether well, good and how you can tell is when the the uh, liquid flowing from uh, the burgers or the steaks is clear. That means all the the blood is dried or cooked and it's clear. So then, if you want the grill marks, that's when you put it over the burning charcoal. So that's because those grills are hot, and you can imprint your your uh, grill marks on your steak or burger, not as you're cooking, but but after, but when they're about ready to to, to uh, come off, you can make a good, nice, clean uh, grill mark that uh, nobody knows the difference. You have good, clean, cooked meat, but yet you have the nice uh, grill marks on your uh, burgers or steaks or whatever. Now. Uh, you realize that uh, the, the the thinner the meat is, the less heat it's going to take to cook through, and the thicker you want to do, you know, uh, a long, uh, low heat, uh, long hours, slow and low, is the the term, but like something thin, you could probably uh, do. I mean, if you want to do burgers, you want to fire it up, but you also don't want to burn them up before they're done either. So the thinner they are, the less heat they're going to take because they'll cook through faster. Remember that. And offset is better than do your grill marks is my suggestion. So 4th of July is coming up. Still trying to decide what kind of burgers we're going to do. Uh, won't... Won't be long before it's here. It's uh, time is flying by so fast. Can't hardly believe that uh, week one of the uh, Canadian Football League has come and gone. It's it was a crazy weekend. I uh, I caught most of the games on uh, ESPN Plus. I do have a uh, subscription just uh, because of it. I, because of the CFL, I got it. Uh, I was wrong on uh, two games and got two games right. In fact, uh, my uh, Montreal team let me down. They lost. Uh, 
And let's see. I think every home team won. That's a crazy thing. Usually, usually, uh, usually it's, uh, you know, the best team, but whoever comes in, but for some reason, uh, Calgary, Calgary beat, uh, Montreal. I didn't see that coming. Winnipeg beat Ottawa. I figured that would happen. Uh, I figured Hamilton would come in and, and beat Saskatchewan because Hamilton played in the Grey Cup last year. But, uh, man, they, they got quarterback issues. So Saskatchewan won that one. And then BC basically blew out Edmonton. So all the home teams won. That's, that's, that's crazy. I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, it should have been two and two. Two uh, home teams and two visiting teams, but it didn't happen. And you know, in this Canadian Football League, it's basically your quarterback that uh, runs the show. And he's got to be on target. And the offensive line has to uh, protect. And in the games I saw, Saskatchewan dominated Winnipeg. They held on at what they won, the defending Great Cup champs. BC had no trouble. And Calgary and Montreal was pretty close. Pretty close, but uh, Montreal has quarterback issue. All right, week two. Week two, Montreal at Toronto. You know I'm going to take Toronto in that one. Until they get the uh, quarterback straight, I'm going to go with the home team there. Winnipeg at Ottawa. Got to go with Winnipeg. Uh, Calgary at Hamilton. Until uh, they get the quarterback situation in Hamilton. I'm going Calgary. Saskatchewan and Edmonton. I am going to take Saskatchewan because they look really, really good. They do. In fact, that gives me two home teams and two visiting teams. Now, into the to the NBA. I think I guessed or predicted. The Warriors in five. It looks like it's going to be the Warriors in six. They uh, seem dominant. They seemed... Uh, I watched Rocky uh, three the other day, and the eye of the tiger seems to belong to the Warriors. So I think uh, they're going to close it out real quick. I would be totally, totally shocked if uh, the Celtics come back to win, but... It's all the Warriors from here on out, I believe. I think Celtics have their back to the wall and they have no answer for what the Warriors are throwing at them. So, unbelievable, unbelievable uh, series. I thought maybe it might be more of a blowout for the Warriors. I thought it might be four games to one, but it looks like it's going to be four games to two. Uh... The NBA West is pretty tough. Tough teams. East is, is getting there, but I think there's too many personalities that clash within themselves on their own teams, which is their troubles. Milwaukee didn't uh, didn't uh, wasn't able to uh, defend their title in the finals, so Boston uh, tough, but I think the Warriors are tougher. NBA draft next week. See uh, how some of the teams uh, retool, rebuild. Uh, with that, 
I will catch you guys again. Hey, keep uh, grilling, keep smoking, and remember, you are a weekend barbecue guru too. Take care, and thanks for listening. Appreciate every one of you. Thanks. Have a good one.